0: This episode of Recovery is Possible is brought to you by Retreat Behavioral Health, where there are endless possibilities for recovery. Retreat provides quality care at their leading mental health and substance use treatment centers, which are designed to offer patients truly personalized and comprehensive programs that are tailored to their needs. Retreat Substance Use and Mental Health Treatment Centers in Palm Beach County, Florida, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and New Haven, Connecticut do everything in their power to ensure that patients receive the highest quality treatment in a safe and comfortable setting. Reach out today at RetreatBehavioralHealth.com or call at 855-802-6600 for more information. Hello, this is Mike Van Meter and welcome to the Recovery is Possible podcast and I'd like to just invite you to visit me on my website which is vanmeterwellnesssolutions.com or visit me on Facebook which is also Recovery is Possible and this podcast does exist to um, educate the public about addiction and really reduce the stigma associated with addiction and just help as many people as we can. I was given a quote, or heard a quote, I should say, recently, that was attributed to Abraham Lincoln, and that was about preparing for cutting down a tree. And the quote goes something like this, if you gave me an hour to cut down a tree, I would spend the first 45 minutes sharpening my axe. And I really love that. And again, it's attributed to Abraham Lincoln, and just really applies to recovery if you think about it. A lot of people say... Or ask the question, why do you need to go to so many meetings? Why is it that people in recovery seem to just be almost obsessive about reading recovery literature, going to recovery meetings, and doing these things? I mean, after all, after all aren't you well now? You know, haven't you gotten well? Why do you need to keep going to meetings? And the answer is, well, yes and no. Um, the fact is that in years in recovery, The need, the absolute need to go to meetings sort of diminishes in a way. And I want to be careful when I say that because uh, that's not entirely true. We have to go to meetings. We have to read literature. We have to work a program of recovery every single day. What I mean by that is that the desire, the urge, the pull of addiction seems to wane a bit. I mean, at least the orbit of it seems to wane a bit. However, having said that what you are preparing for is that day of reckoning that tough time that tragedy that strikes the loss of a job the loss of a marriage the loss of your children the bad day the bad people all these things life in other words let me just put it that way life happens and you have to be prepared for that period so what could that be well It is the holiday season, and the holiday season is the best time of year, isn't it, right? Isn't that what they tell you? That's what the media tells us. That's what society tells us. But we all know that that's really not the case, that the the holidays can be very, very stressful for a lot of people and you want to be prepared for the time when you're around the family you're around people that kind of irritate you kind of rub you the wrong way and it doesn't have to be family members I mean it can be just you know people that you know that you're going to see it can be the holiday parties at work it can be all the different functions that you have to attend you know any number of things but for a lot of people it's also family and you want to be prepared for that now um, even if you enjoy being around your family oftentimes uh, what do we have we have drinking and drugs and we have all kinds of things that uh, may be a part of uh, the, what you're being exposed to and we want to be ready for that as well and that is what uh, having gone through treatment having uh, spent a lot of times at meetings having uh, developed your uh, spiritual life having read all of the the literature that you can get your hand on you're preparing for that day kind of like Abraham Lincoln's quote you're sharpening your axe the uh, 15 minutes of chopping down the tree to our equivalent is that short amount of time that we are, in fact, around our family, but we've spent a lot of time preparing for that. Now, let's add on something else. Well, let me just share with this with you guys. Uh, last week, I ended up having to have surgery, and this is, I believe, the third major time in recovery I've had to... Uh, be in surgery, and that's a very risky time, as many of you know, because what happens when you have to go through surgery, often they're going to be giving you narcotics, so you can actually go through uh, the surgery, physically go through the surgery, and also uh, for pain management uh, after surgery. And so that is something that happened to me. I ended up having to have gallbladder surgery, and I'm gonna have a little lessons learned there that I'm gonna share with you as that happened. But uh, what had happened to me uh, last Wednesday night, I had what I thought was uh, a cramp. I had gone running earlier in the day, and uh, as uh, fate would have it, I was in a Zoom class meeting, And felt what I thought was a cramp coming on, so I went out and hydrated and got some Pedialyte, took some Tylenol, and it just got worse and worse as the night went on. And I tried to convince myself that it was just due to the the workout that I had done, but it got worse and worse and worse. And then finally, I ended up having to go to the emergency room, and then in the emergency room, then they told me that I had to have surgery to get my gallbladder out now the truth be told this was not the first time that i'd had uh, an issue arise with my gallbladder about five years ago i had a very very situate very similar situation and ironically it was after a workout it was after a run that uh, i came back and was cramping up just like i was this time and, and again, ended up in the emergency room. And they told me at that, that time that I should have my gallbladder out because I did have gallstones. But I chose not to do anything about it. And I'm uh, just thinking that it would just sort of resolve itself, which obviously it didn't. And uh, it took time for uh, that to, to reoccur. And what's interesting is that this happened... Uh, about a week before I had to get on a plane to come down to Florida to visit my family. So you can imagine how problematic it would have been had uh, I, I had this gall, gallstone attack mid-flight in the air, or if I, we had gotten to Florida and we were in a remote location or I ended up having to be at a healthcare system or a doctor's office that I wasn't familiar with. It would have been so much more difficult than uh, what what we dealt with back in in my home area, being around the hospitals and the doctors and and everyone that I was familiar with. But there's going to be a lot of lessons learned in that, and I want to discuss some of that and how it relates to our our recovery. What am I talking about here? What are the lessons learned that uh, I am relearning, should have learned the first time, and it's something that we've talked about quite a bit on this this program? Here's the parallels between what happened to me this last week and recovery. I've often said, the earlier that you deal with your addiction, the better. The earlier you deal with your addiction, the less pain and misery there's going to be, not only for you, but for the people in your life. And you want to deal with it early, 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 early on. The earlier, the better. Um, In my particular case, I ended up avoiding disaster, however, I knew about this issue five years ago, and I should have taken my own advice and dealt with it at the time. Um, it did not appear that these gallstones were going to go away, and the fact is that I was a bit bit afraid. You know, I have this thing about uh, surgery. I, you know, I don't know that it's uncommon. I, I'm. The thought of being cut on, the thought of having uh, undergoing the knife, having surgery is something that uh, I really have this aversion to that I avoided even though uh, it would have been necessary or they were telling me that it was necessary, but I had this aversion towards going under the knife and I didn't want to do it. So I avoided it thinking that the problem was going to go away. Well, many of us in recovery have a similar sort of aversion And we think that that problem is going to go away. That being our addiction issue, no matter what it is. It could be drinking. It could be drugs. It could be a process addiction, eating too much, too little, sex addictions, gambling addictions, gaming addictions, you name it. All of them will get worse over a period of time. They never get better. They never do. There are no exceptions. And you are not going to be that exception. I am not going to be that exception. And we know that the earlier that we deal with this problem, the better, the more likelihood that we are going to be successful, A, in dealing with it, and B, we will minimize the amount of damage that we do to ourselves and everyone around us. So, that's really the big takeaway with what happened to me in, in this last week. Now, in going to the meetings, that's where we learn these types of things by listening to things like this podcast. That's where we learned how to uh, deal with addiction issues. And that's how we sharpen our acts, so to speak. You know, just like Abraham Lincoln was talking about, it's preparing for game day. You know, if you think about a sports team, if you think about a professional athlete, if you think about a musician, they practice over and over and over getting ready for that big day. And that's what we're doing in recovery. We are working very, very hard to be prepared for the day when we are faced with whatever that crisis is going to be. And what's important to remember is that just because you got sober does not mean that life stops. Life does not stop. Life gets harder. uh, More things happen to you. And And I've said this before and I'll say it again. I've had more tragedy happen in my life in recovery than in all the years that I had been drinking, okay, but I found, did not find a need to drink or drug uh, as a result of the things that I faced. And I owe a large part to that, that I have heeded much of the advice that was given to me. And that's really all that is. When you talk to people in recovery and you go to meetings, they are giving you advice. You don't have to do anything. Nobody's making you do anything. There is no rules to follow. There is nothing that uh, you know people are going to make you do. They're not not going to push you. It's just these are suggestions. These are suggestion suggestions that come from people that have been where you are and have done certain things to get them out of the situation that they were in. And all they're doing is saying to you, if that you uh, uh, have the similar situation and you have issues then if you follow the suggestions that they give, then they are get, sharing with you where they had success. You can choose to do it. You can choose not to do it. However, I will point out that jumping out of an airplane without a parachute on is also a suggestion. You don't have to do that either, but it's highly advised that, that you uh, heed that suggestion. You know, when you go to a lot of meetings and you run into people, That have had situations like you, and that's that's why you want to go to a lot of meetings and listen to the stories. What you are going to find is that if you change the name, if you change the places, if you uh, just kind of change, you know, all the actors in the story, uh, all of the stories are, are pretty much the same. It's a lot of drugs, it's a lot of alcohol, and they ended up having problems, and their life was falling apart. I mean, you don't. It doesn't really matter what the details of each individual story is; they're all pretty much the same. However, on the flip side of that. The solution that people have found in order to uh, relieve drinking and drugging and get their lives better is also pretty much the same. You're going to find that there's patterns. You're going to find that people generally do the same things. They generally do the same things to get into trouble. They generally do the same things to relapse. But they generally do the same things to uh, 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 get their, their lives turned around and get sober and get well and repair much of the damage that they've done in their lives. And that's why you want to go to a lot of meetings. And just build that network and build that repertoire, build the information, build the knowledge base that will help you in the time of need. So when that day of reckoning happens, and it will happen, you will be prepared to deal with whatever situation, whatever life throws at you. And you can learn what other people have done during the holidays. You can learn what other people have done when they've gotten sick or ill, been in auto accidents or had injuries or any types of surgeries. Because when you end up in one of those situations where you need that help, that is not the time to build your sobriety network. That is not the time to get a sponsor. And that's not the time to have find the people that you can put around yourself to help you get through that challenging situation. You want to have that set up ahead of time, and you want to have that knowledge base. So remember, remember what Abraham Lincoln said, given an hour to chop down a tree, you spend the first, first 45 minutes sharpening your knife. And if you do that, and if you build that program, you are greatly going to increase your ability to get through whatever life throws at you. So just a kind of a quick uh, and a quick and short podcast tonight. I just wanted to get you that information and share that experience with you. And again, guys, check out my Facebook site, which is Recovery is Possible, and our website, which is vanmeterwellnesssolutions.com. And remember, I don't represent any group. I don't represent anyone other than myself. And my only purpose is to help impart on you the knowledge that I've gained over the years with my experiences and you know if there's something that I've said that you don't agree with then just go ahead and discard that but if there's anything I have said that you can use to help yourself or others then please take that as well so reach out to me tell me how I'm doing I really look forward to talking with you guys and I look forward to talking to you soon please give me suggestions if there's a topic that you'd like to hear about please let me know and we'll see you later bye bye This episode of Recovery is Possible is brought to you by Retreat Behavioral Health, where there are endless possibilities for recovery. Retreat provides quality care at their leading mental health and substance use treatment centers, which are designed to offer patients truly personalized and comprehensive programs that are tailored to their needs. Retreat Substance Use and Mental Health Treatment Centers in Palm Beach County, Florida, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and New Haven, Connecticut do everything in their power to ensure that patients receive the highest quality treatment in a safe and comfortable setting. Reach out today at retreatbehavioralhealth.com or call at 855-802-6600 for more information.